Welcome to Truth Time, where you'll get a shot of the truth with no chaser. And now your Truth Time host, Trey Searcy. Mark chapter 16, verses 17 and 18. Israel, in covenant with God, were given numerous signs. And I submit that none of the signs that Israel were given are taking place today. Sincere believers should stop looking for them. Mark 16, verses 17 and 18. Most all are familiar with this passage. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. But you see, we're not in covenant with God. This is Israel's program, something that took place in time past. In your Bible, you can read about under covenant, and you can read about under grace. These two have to be rightly divided. We already have our sign, a bloody cross and an empty tomb. Members of the church, which is his body, are not to be looking for signs. Second Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith. Now, many of us know this verse, but do you actually apply it? Do you believe it? as the gospel truth. For we walk by faith, not by sight. So if you really walk by faith, not by sight, what you looking for? What sign does God need to give you before you'll believe? We already have it. And listen, right off the bat, if you're not saved today, if you're listening to me and you're, you're religious and you're lost, you've, you've been dependent on your own good works to get you to heaven, dependent on this, that, and the other thing, brought up in religion and have no idea of how to be saved, go to church and you don't even hear the gospel. Well, let me give it to you. Christ died for every one of your sins, all of them. Not some part or most, he died for them all. And if you'll trust him by believing the gospel, that he died for your sins, was buried, and the grave couldn't hold him, he arose on the third day to justify you before the Father. If you'll put your faith in that, you're saved, period. Then you can get on with living a Christian life. You can get on with understanding some things of how Christians are to live and what we're to believe. You see, some in this religious mixed-up world, they got you every morning getting up, looking for the headlines, and hoping to see some prophetic sign from God. Listen, earthquakes, uh, droughts, famines, uh, wars, nations against nations, that's nothing new. It's been going on for thousands of years. These things are a result of a sin-cursed earth. They're not God supernaturally giving you a sign for anything. That's like some say, God made it rain yesterday. No, he didn't. It rained because the the water vapor uh, in the atmosphere, it got too heavy. And when that happens, it falls. It's called rainfall. It's a law. It happens. That's just how the water cycle works. Now, who created the water cycle? Yeah, that's right. God did. So in that respect, ultimately... God's responsible for the rain. I get that. But it's not like God is sitting there in heaven making it rain at 10 a.m. on Thursday. God doesn't make it rain on certain days. He didn't rain on your parade, so to speak. No, rainfall, sunshine, snow, tornadoes, hurricanes, these are all part of the weather system. This system was put in place long ago. 
It's God's system. He created it. But he didn't create it so he would have to constantly take care of it, constantly maintain it or update it. He created this cycle thousands of years ago to run and operate on its own. That's how awesome God is. Don't shrink him down with religious propaganda. Same goes for birth. I've had people ask the question, why does God make babies with birth defects? Down syndrome. Mental handicaps. Hey, God's not in the baby-making business. Mother and father did. God made the baby-making process. He's not making individual babies. And there's medical scientific reasons why a child can be born with, with a physical or mental problem, but God didn't do it. And if your baby has the most beautiful brown eyes and, and curly hair, God didn't do that either. You and your spouse did. Thank God for the child, absolutely. Again, God made the baby-making system, but he's not making individual babies. And those of us going around touting this sound real religious and real ignorant. Everywhere we turn today, the uh, people's losing focus of the cross. They've pretty much said to heck with Bible study and let's just go to, let's just go to church and see what happens. See what exciting new thing God's got for us today. They're looking on the outward, looking for a sign, a wonder, a miracle. And we got those who continue to make up false dates for the rapture. So much so that the number of people who, who once believed in it has dropped drastically. Trying to predict the Lord's return has damaged the body of Christ and it's a total waste of time anyway. Don't waste it looking for peerless times, but rather for a great time of celebration when we meet our Lord in the air. Concerning future perilous times, Paul told us, Of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. Stop worrying about it. Stop talking about it. Stop making false predictions. The reason Paul had no need to inform us of Israel's tribulation is we won't even be here. Israel's prophecy in the Bible is not yours. It concerns their future, not ours. Their future of an earthly kingdom while we, the body of Christ, go to heaven. That's not the same thing. You gotta rightly divide this. Hey, do you look to the sky to, to seek a sign to prove God in his power? Or to the gospel, the finished cross work and the resurrection? That's where the power is. Romans 1.16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. True believers look to the gospel of Christ for their power. Not to the sky, not to the headlines or their, their daily circumstances. God's not messing up your transmission. He didn't give you that job promotion. Your boss did. And he didn't prevent the tornado from hitting your house any more than he made it hit your neighbors. And those who believe this don't believe God. They believe their religious superstition. And then we have our, our, our so-called healing services. Well, why don't those who have the so-called healing ministry, why don't they speak wrinkle-free skin into existence? How about that? Why don't they speak good eyesight into existence? No need for glasses or contacts. Not if God's supernaturally healing today. No way. You see, it's selective healing. That's what it is. 
It's actually hard to believe that some still fall for this stuff. It, it, it really is. One of our listeners, uh, a lovely couple there in Northern California, their 13-year-old daughter has cancer. They told me of a, a, a false prophet that came and spoke at their former church. He told them that they should stop speaking that cancer into existence and start denying it. Stop receiving chemo and, and just believe it's not really there. This is a total embarrassment to the body of Christ. With that sort of thinking, since there, there are so many starving children in the world, what, what we should do, according to this nut, is just start denying that they're starving and stop speaking that negative doubt into existence and, and God will make their hunger magically, poof, just go away. Outright nonsense being taught from behind the church pulpit. It's charismania. The power is in your words, as they say. You can frame your own destiny. No, this is blatant false teaching, and all those who teach this, what, what, what they should do is get together, fill their big shiny jets with some potatoes, rice, and whatnot, and, and go and stop world hunger, if they really cared about people. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 22 to 24. 1 Corinthians one twenty two. Examine this, this next passage very carefully. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Did you get that? Don't miss it. Now, now ask yourself... Am, am, am I one of these stumbling Jews or one of the foolish Greeks? Or am I one of the them which are called those who find their power in the person of Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God? Saved individuals don't need blood moons to appear on a certain date before they'll believe. We don't study them, listen to sermons about them, and we don't buy books about them just so someone else can get rich. Step away from the herd. Start walking as an individual member in Christ, in the church, the body of Christ. I had someone ask me what I thought God was trying to tell us. I said, nothing. He already told. He already told us. You know, there in that, that, that thing called the Bible that so many choose to ignore... God has perfectly preserved it. It's written down in your King James Bible. He's already told us everything we need to know. Today's time and, and money-wasting sign seekers will spend thousands of dollars and, and way too much time on the so-called end-time prophecy books. And these folks are the same ones that will also sit in front of the television binge-watching Finding Bigfoot. Hey, he don't exist. Oh, oh, and pro wrestling ain't real either. Listen, in Christ we are complete, Colossians 2.10. The King James Bible, not signs, has everything you need. The body of Christ is a mystery church which none of the prophets spoke of. We're not living in prophesied times and no prophecies are currently being fulfilled. We're living in what Paul refers to as the but now time period. And our walk, our marching orders, are found in the teachings of the dispensation of the grace of God. Dispensation. 
our instructions, our data, our truth that we're to be stewards of. Israel's prophetic clock has been set on pause and will not kick back up until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. Romans 11.25 Israel's miracles, signs, and wonders are not operating today. They were blinded and they fell. Romans 11.11 Their signs and wonders fell with them. Today we should all rejoice in their fall, for it is the reason God can now show His mercy upon all. Romans 11.32 This is a sin-cursed world. That includes the land of Israel. Nothing holy about that land. It's not a holy land right now. There is no holy land. God's dealings with Israel will kick back up, but right now they have fallen. They're on the same level as anyone else. It was Israel who sought and walked after signs and wonders, and God gave them exactly what they asked for. Deuteronomy 26.8 And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and with an outstretched arm, and with great terribleness, and with signs, and with wonders. Matthew 12.38 Then certain of the scribes of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. Matthew 16, verse 1, The Pharisees also with the Sadducees came, and tempting, desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. John 4, 48, Then Jesus said unto them, Except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. Huh, we got those folks today. 1 Corinthians 1, 22, Jews require a sign. Folks today who think they're Israel. They have not seen the distinction between Israel in the Bible and the church, the body of Christ. Now we're here at 1 Corinthians one twenty-two. Look at the next verse. But we preach Christ crucified. Huh. Now think about that. Jews required a sign, but... You see that word? Verse 22, Jews require a sign. Verse 23, but... That denotes something that is opposite to needing a sign. The word, but means now we got something else we're going to talk about. We preach Christ crucified. You see that? While the Jews are standing there requiring a sign, we're over here preaching Christ and Him crucified. It's different. Please, when you open your Bible, rightly divide the word of truth. Next verse. Look at verse 24. And ask yourself here, why do we preach Christ crucified? Because that is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Verse 24. Man, this stuff's laid out for us so clearly. How do we get so confused? The religious system. That's how. It's just this simple. If God told us to walk by faith, not by sight, and miracle signs and wonders are something you can see, then they're not for us. You don't have to be a genius to get this. They were in operation when God placed Israel high above all nations on the earth. Deuteronomy 28.1 During the time of their rise. Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 3. But in this present day, Israel has fallen. And Paul tells us that sign gifts have ceased. We spoke to that last week. We covered 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 10. When that which is perfect has come. And it came. As a result, these things ceased. And Paul wrote clear, easy-to-understand verses that prove they did. 1 Timothy 5.23 Use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine often infirmities. 
sickness. You see that? The miracle of healing sick people had begun to fail even way back here in the Apostle Paul's day. Don't go to the elders and get them to anoint you with oil and pray over you. Doesn't work anymore. God revealed something else to Paul about healing. Even Paul said, I prayed for my own healing three times, and God said, Nope, my grace is sufficient for thee. Then I prayed for a guy who works for me, Trophimus, and that didn't work. So I left him sick. 2 Timothy 4.20 This stuff's right here in your Bible. It's not on TV there with a, with a healing preacher, but it's right here in God's Word. It's sad that there's a shortage of teachers who will tell you the truth about this, but it's our job. Our job is to present and deal with what's happening now, to teach you how to rightly divide the word of truth, divide what was happening with what is happening. Not everything in the Bible is still happening today, and you can't just go through here and cherry-pick parts you like. No, there's a clear-cut division with no gray area. An honest preacher, one worth his salt, will tell you that Romans 16.25, preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, Colossians 1.27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of glory, the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Verse 28, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Our job is to warn, to teach every man in all wisdom, not with miracles, not with signs and wonders, not in blood moons, rapture date setting, earthquakes, or, or, or God supposedly healed Sister Betty Jean's arthritis. These are just baseless platitudes that will only leave you confused, looking for something you shouldn't be looking for, leave you confused and worked up in your emotions. Let's look at truth for a change. You see, we're to be preaching Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery that was revealed in full, not part. No, the that which is perfect has came, and that which is in part was done away. Recently had a listener to ask, Will Israel's miracles and their signs and wonders, will, will they ever occur again? Good question. Yes, in time future during their tribulation, a time that many preachers of our day, the ones who do not study scriptures through dispensational lenses, they have us, the church, the body of Christ, going through all that mess. Not going to happen. Listen, God's going to unleash his wrath, and we're plainly told that we're not going to be here. God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5.9. How hard is that? We're not appointed to wrath. When the supernatural wrath is poured out on this earth, you're not going to be here. That's plain and simple. No one should be confused over this. But that's what happens when you don't divide what was given to Paul about you from verses that were written exclusively to the nation Israel. Like this one here, Joel chapter 2 verse 9, Joel 2 9. Will signs and wonders occur again, as the listener asks? Read the book of Joel. It's not that long of a book. It won't take you much time. And it, it explains how God will supernaturally cause the earth to quake, the heavens to tremble, the sun and the moon to go dark, and the stars to stop shining. 
And during this time, he'll take care of Israel by, by supernaturally feeding them with hidden manna. You'll find that in, in Revelations chapter 2, verse 17. He's going to provide them with water. That's in Joel chapter 3 and Zechariah chapter 14. And this water is going to be home to various forms of marine life, as told by the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 47. Chapter 47, verse 9. Uh, John described it as a river that is crystal clear. This is a beautiful river, and it's going to flow out from the throne of God. Revelations chapter 22, that's the first verse. The river will run down the city street, and next to it will be the tree of life that will produce 12 different kinds of fruit every month of the year. Now that's future for Israel, but in time past, the purpose of these phenomenons, miracle signs and wonders, were to declare God's word to unbelieving Israel. Signs were used as confirmation to get them to believe his word. And it's why Mark 16.20 says, The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. As mentioned earlier, Jews always required signs. You are not to require a sign. You have been told on the other side of the cross by the Apostle Paul in the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery to walk by faith, not by a sign. Hey, God does things on purpose. And understanding the purpose of miracle signs and wonders will allow you to understand why they're not currently in operation today. No need to look for a burning bush, Exodus 3, 2. A shepherd's staff to turn into a serpent, Exodus 7.10. A healing shadow, Acts 5.15. Or healing handkerchiefs or aprons, Acts 19.12. Mark 16.20 says, with signs following. At that time, his word was confirmed by these men doing what the verse said for them to do. They didn't have to make excuses of why the healing didn't work. Oh no, and the tongues they spoke were actual world languages, new tongues. They supernaturally learned new tongues without going to a class to learn them, new languages that they previously didn't know. And speaking of healings, riddle me this. Why can't today's evangelicals heal leprosy? Oh, Trey, you just think too much. Just get in line with the rest of us and let's have a good time. No, Answer the question, why can't our pulpit magicians heal leprosy today? Simple question. Perhaps the answer is in rightly dividing the word of truth. Ask yourself why it is that all out of all of the church services you've been to, you've never witnessed, not even one, get cleansed of leprosy. Things that make you go, hmm. Matthew 10, verse 8, heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Bet you won't see that Sunday. That's another one. You won't see a leper cleansed, and you won't see a dead person come alive. But yet, we're to believe that healing is going on today. So is it selective healing? Is that what you're trying to sell me? The wonderful thing about rightly dividing the word of truth is you no longer have to dodge these verses. You just simply know that they're not written for us today. You don't have to run to another translation. You don't have to Greek it. You don't have to find a theologian's commentary. 
when you rightly divide it and properly apply it, you can just let it say what it says to whom it says it. Such freedom. Such freedom. That's all for now. Remember, you only get two educations. The one you're given and the one you give yourself. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. Visit TrueTimeRadio.com and subscribe to our newsletter, blog, and podcast. The podcast is now available across eight different platforms. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And for answers to your Bible questions, email us from the website or just call us toll-free at 1-888-988-9562.